Hey guys, welcome to the Series Spills Podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host, and I'm really excited to be here. I have no idea what I'm doing, um, and you know, that kind of makes it fun because I don't have any clue what I'm doing. I'm just kind of going for it, you know, and uh, I'm just really, you know, excited that I'm starting this podcast and discussing things with you guys. Um, this podcast is going to be book-related and we're going to discuss different things like book series and current reads and TBRs and you know a lot of fun stuff like that um and I really I'm just so excited even though I have no idea what I'm doing and I have no knowledge of how to record a podcast I just know you know from what I've listened to that I really enjoy podcasts and I thought I wanted to do one myself and I'm glad that I made that decision um, and so today's episode, I really want to just go through with you guys some of my favorite books. Um, you know, just kind of to give you guys a basis of me and what my reading style is and, you know, kind of, you know, just give you an introduction of myself through what I like to read. So, um, before I do that, I want to actually introduce myself Um, I'm 25 years old and I live in the state of Alabama where I, um, I have a boyfriend and I have two dogs, two cats, and two reptiles. Um, I have what I like to call a farm. Uh, it's not really a farm, obviously, because I don't have any farm animals, but I do have my little tribe of animals that I think are just the cutest babies in the land and I love them. So, that's me. I was really into reading when I was little. And, you know, I don't I don't actually know if I was really into reading. Like, I always really enjoyed the Magic Treehouse books and, you know, like, Junie B. Jones and stuff like that. And in school, I really loved the Scholastic Book Fairs. And I'm just saying, man, I would go to one right now. If they wanted to have a pop-up in my... In my town I would go and I would spend so much money you know I just would especially with those getting those little smelly pencils and the smelly eraser Mm, I would have such a good time man anyway uh I didn't read a lot when I was little um besides Magic Treehouse and Junie B. Jones and then I kind of grew out of it and grew into other things you know and about about a year ago I was scrolling on TikTok and I seen that someone posted something about a book and it looked really good and I liked what they were saying and I was like hmm, maybe I'll read it so I did and that was actually It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover um and that's the book that got me back into reading I read that book in one day um and that's what kind of got me on this journey of where I am now uh with my book talk and my Instagram account and you know I do arc reads and leave reviews them and um now here this podcast with you guys um so thank you Colleen Hoover I mean I've kind of moved away from Colleen Hoover and all the other stuff now but I went through a major coho phase uh which I'm sure everybody did where you know all I listened to was Colleen or all I read was Colleen Hoover um and so Uh, Like I said, I wanted to discuss some of my favorite books. Um, 
a lot of books that I have read this year have been my favorites. I don't even really know like where to begin. So I'm just going to kind of scroll through my Goodreads and, and, you know, pick which ones I think are my favorites and then talk about them with you. So uh, the first set of books that I feel it's important to mention as my favorites are definitely going to be uh, the entire A Court of Thorns and Roses series because it was just absolutely fantastic. If you haven't read A Court of Thorns and Roses, I think you should. Um, it's a great fantasy series. There's some fairies and some wolves and, and humans and war and sex and you know it's just really great it's a great it's a great series that series is actually on my list of my top favorite books I'm pretty sure that I gave every single book in that series five stars on Goodreads um I plan to reread the entire series again uh, Sarah J Mass, the author she is awesome and she does such a great job of taking her books and relating them all to each other and if you haven't gotten into the SJM universe, you definitely should. Uh, it's a deep one, and it takes some time. But if you'll stick with it, I promise you'll love it. Um, after I read Akatar, I also read Crescent City, which is also on my list of favorite books. Um, I gave those five stars as well. And, you know, maybe maybe it's just because I really like Sarah J. Mass. But I think the books were great, and I just loved the fantasy aspect, I loved the character building, the world building, the storyline, the introduction of characters, the character growth in all of her books is absolutely insane, and that's why they're on my list of favorite books, is just because of that alone. Um, I just really love a good, a good story, you know, and if it captures me and it keeps me, I'm all for it, and I love a good, uh, underdog and I love uh, I love a great character development I really do um so that is my first set of books that I really love um some other books that I've read that I really enjoyed were um Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine if you have not read Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine you need to go read it okay it's hilarious um, I feel like I relate to Eleanor in so many ways. My coworker Bridget is actually the one that got me to read Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. Um, and I'm so glad that she did because it really, I'm going to have to read it again too now that I'm sitting here talking about it. It's just such a great book. Um, it's so funny. Eleanor is very quirky and awkward and antisocial and that's what makes it so fun. Uh, she's just you know she's just funny and I love her and I love that book and I think you should read that as well I'm pretty sure that they may be coming out with a m movie for it if I'm not wrong I don't know that for certain but I think that's accurate um so don't quote me on that but I think um another book that I loved was Daisy Jones and the Six okay Daisy Jones and the Six really gave off a Fleetwood Mac vibe, and I know that it was supposed to. That's the whole point. And I'm really excited because I read it, but I haven't watched the show yet. And uh, I'm really excited to watch the show because I loved the book. I flew through that thing. Um, I probably read it in like three days, maybe four. And I gave it five stars on Goodreads. 
Uh, just like I gave all of Akatar five stars, Crescent City I gave five stars, Eleanor Oliphant got five stars. Um, I just love a good book, man. And and Daisy Jones and the Six was a good one, and I know the show's good because I've seen people talk about it. And I really want to read it, uh, or I really, I really want to watch it, and so I may have to do that. Um, you know, it kind, but like I said, it gives off a Fleetwood Mac vibe. You've got the girl, and she's in the band, and. There's a lot of uh, drug use. I'm not saying that Fleetwood Mac does drugs. I'm sure that, I mean, I I don't really follow Fleetwood Mac for real. But there's a lot of drug use. And you know a lot of things that just seem very rock bandish. Okay. Especially in the late, like in the, in the, in the time period that it's set in. Which I'm thinking maybe like what, the, the 70s maybe. I'm not sure. Anyway. That's great. It's a great book. And... I want to watch the show, and I really, truly, I just really enjoyed it, um, and I just really want to read, I, I want to watch the show, because I thought it was great. Another one of my favorite books, okay, I went through a phase where all I read was sad stuff, okay, I don't know why, but... I really, I just kind of went through a phase where all I wanted to read was stuff that was going to make me sob. And I did. And I sobbed. I did a lot of crying over a lot of books. And, um, so one of the books that I read in that period where I just read sad stuff 24-7 was, um, If He Had Been With Me. And I've seen a lot of people on TikTok say that this book is overhyped. I disagree. Now, before I read it, I would have agreed. I would have been like, there ain't no way it's that good, you know. Um, I just don't think that it's possible for it to be that good. But, it was. It was so good. I read it in like three days. I gave it five stars on Goodreads too. Um, and it was, a, it was just great. It was a great book. It was so fun, but also so sad. The character development was great. But the end was absolutely awful, and it made me sob. And I probably won't ever read it again because it was very sad. But and the sequel is coming out in um, October, I think. And it's from the other main character's point of view, so I'm really excited about that. Um, but it was extremely sad. I'm pretty sure my review said uh, that it was earth-shattering. And I'm pretty sure that I also said it ruined my life. Because it kind of did. It was really sad. Um, but like I said, it was a great book. It was just really sad. And I went through that phase where all I read was sad stuff. Um, another book that I read that was sad is not really one of my favorites. But it was still really good. Was You'd Be Home Now by Kathleen Glasgow. Um, it's kind of like a... It's a good book too. It, it kind of follows a family who's you know, got a family member that's addicted to drugs, and, and they, he goes missing, and, and, you know, it's just really sad, and there's a lot of sad stuff that happens. The book ends good, but to get there is just absolutely heartbreaking. Um, so I read that, and that was really kind of the last sad book I read. No, it wasn't. I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I also read Girl in Pieces, and it was extremely upsetting, too. That book was traumatizing. I just don't know why. I think it's because I'm a criminal justice major. I have um, a bachelor's and a master's degree in criminal justice. 
And so in undergrad, I had to take a class um, where, you know, we read a lot of books about human trafficking and, you know, different things like that. And I think Girl in Pieces is kind of what that kind of it kind of reminded me of human trafficking uh but not because she was human trafficked but just because she didn't have the best life and you know a lot of people who find themselves in those situations may not come from the best you know home life or you know they may just not have good things going for them and and that um and that book was just really sad uh it um I was happy with the ending, uh, but it also made me cry. I would read it again, maybe, but I'd have to be in a good headspace, I think. Um, so that was kind. That was for sure the end of all my sad stuff. Okay. So, so once I got through my sad stuff, I really, um, I tried to switch it over to some happy stuff. One of the best books that I read. Uh, that's on my definite list of favorites is The Inheritance Games. I thought that this book was great, okay? If you haven't read The Inheritance Games, uh, it's about this little girl. Her name is Avery. Um, and, you know, she gets left everything by a billionaire that she doesn't know. So, and it's one big mystery as to why this person left her so much money. And so... You know, his family kind of hates her because she got left all of his money. And they didn't get left hardly anything, you know. Uh, and, you know, it's just a really fun book. The The man, he lived in a mansion that had tons of puzzles and codes and riddles. And uh, she has to solve them, you know. And she basically has to survive and it's a great, it's a great book. I haven't finished the rest of the series. I really need to, but I haven't. Um, I will at some point, but I haven't done it yet. Um, but that's a great book that is definitely on my favorites list. Um, which brings me to, in, and it's no correlation, it just kind of leads me into my next thing. Um, my next favorite book on my list is definitely Hunting or not hunting, haunting Adeline. I said hunting because I'm reading Haunting Adeline right now. So Haunting Adeline is the first book in the Cat and Mouse duet by H.D. Carlton. And this book is dark, okay? So you shouldn't read it if you're not in a good headspace. I'm telling you that right now. Please do heed the warning. If you do decide to read it and you're not in a good headspace, you should definitely read the trigger warnings first. Um, you can find them in the first page of the book, but you can also find them on H.D. Carlton's website. This book is, let me just reiterate, this book is extremely dark, okay? It is great, but it is dark, and it does have some very triggering stuff in there. If you have been through some things that, you know, you, you know, you, you may feel uncomfortable reading, or it may trigger you. That's why it's called a trigger warning. And, and so you definitely should read the trigger warnings, um, I am actually going to read them to you right now just so that, you know, you can be prepared. You don't have to go searching for them like I did. So, um, it, the book starts the very first page. It says, um, this book ends on a cliffhanger. It does end on a major cliffhanger. 
Um, so if you don't like books that end on a cliffhanger, then if you're going to read this, you need to immediately start the second book. Unless you're prepared to remember everything that happens, and then maybe you can pause. I, that's what I did, but I also kind of needed a break from it because it was too dark. So, like I said, the first page says, This book ends on a cliffhanger. The contents are very dark with triggering situations such as um, non-consensual sex between main characters, graphic violence, human trafficking, stalking, child trafficking, child sacrifice, mentions of child death, and explicit sexual situations. There are also particular different kinks in the book, such as gunplay, bondage, degradation, things like that. So, and it also goes on to say, this book was previously taken down due to the warning, but you can find them in reviews on my website or feel free to message me directly. And then she says, your mental health matters. So, that is the trigger warning for for haunting Adeline. Okay, so definitely take that into consideration before you read it. Don't just jump into it. You should definitely think about it. So anyway, I read Haunting Adeline because I read such great things about it. It really truly is one of the best books I have read in a long time. Uh, I gave it five stars on Goodreads. Obviously, I liked it because I am reading the second book right now. Um, so I want to read the blurb for it, uh, just to kind of give you, because I loved it so much that I kind of wanted to give you like a little rundown. I didn't read the blurb for the other books because those books are really popular on TikTok. And so you, if you're on TikTok and you find yourself on BookTok, you definitely have probably seen them. And, um, so I didn't want to read the blurb for those. This book is extremely popular on TikTok as well. But I don't know if it's as popular as some of the other ones, so that's why I want to read the blurb for it. So the blurb says, I can manipulate the emotions of anyone who lets me. I will make you hurt, make you cry, make you laugh and sigh. But my words don't affect him, especially not when I plead for him to leave. He's always there, watching and waiting, and I can never look away. Not when I want him to come closer. That's from the manipulator's point of view. And then it goes on to the shadow. The shadow says, I didn't mean to fall in love, but now that I have, I can't stay away. I'm mesmerized by her smile, by her eyes, and the way she moves, the way she undresses. I'll keep watching and waiting until I can make her mine. And once she is, I'll never let her go, not even when she begs me to. And then it also says, while not required, it is highly suggested to read the novella Satan's Affair first. Okay, I did not read Satan's Affair first. I didn't. Um, uh... I need to go back and read it because now I'm prepped to read it, but I tried to read it first and I couldn't get into it, so I'll just stop right there. Um, but this is one of the best books that I've read in a long time. Like I said, it is really dark. Um, it does have a lot of stalking uh, and a lot of non-consensual sex at first, and it does have those, those massive trigger warnings that need to be taken into consideration. But if you can get past those things and your mental health is in a place where you think you can read it, I think you should. It's just a really good book. Um, I'm reading the second book right now. I'm not done with it yet, but I already know that it's going to be five stars. I'm, I'm almost at the end of it. and It's equal. It's actually better than the first one, but it actually may also be more triggering. And so... You definitely need to heed that warning. It is, well, I'm not going to say definitely. It is more triggering. Um, 
while it didn't trigger me that I know I know it would trigger some it's still a very uncomfortable book to read even if I haven't experienced some of the things that it discusses extremely uncomfortable to read and you should read the trigger warnings beforehand and you shouldn't read it if your mental health isn't good and she says that you know the, the author says that in the beginning of the book she says your mental health matters and it does so don't read it if you don't think you can handle it okay um so that's a series that I really love and there's going to be more books in the series and I've seen some her talking about it there aren't any yet but I'm going to have to read Satan's Affair so that I can, you know, be caught up and ready for when a new book does come out. Um, so, after I read Haunting Adeline, I went down a deep, dark, dark romance path, okay? I'm so glad that I did. I love dark romance. I think it's really fun. Uh, I think it's really interesting. And so, almost every book that I have read since then has been a dark romance. So I read Haunting Adeline, and then I read Praise, the, f- the first book in the Salacious Players Club by Sarah Kate. If you haven't read that book, you should. If you have a praise kink, you should read it. Mom, if you're listening to this, just pretend you're not. But I think you should read it. Um, it's a great book. Uh, and then after I read Praise, I moved on to The Ritual. The Ritual is wild, okay? And I can't remember if... It had trigger warnings, but it maybe probably should have. It was extremely dark also. And there were some scenes that were kind of uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, these authors do such a great job of, of building a picture in your head of what these scenes are supposed to look like. And, you know, you really need to take that into consideration when you read the blurbs for these books. Um, so, yeah, I read The Ritual. And then after I read the ritual I moved on to credence okay I don't even I actually I know my mom's gonna listen to this and I actually feel uncomfortable discussing credence all the way it's just kind of it's I don't know it's cringy to me and and you know it's just cringy the story is the idea behind the story is cringy I'm gonna I'm gonna discuss it anyway but I'm just telling you it's cringy and, and you'll agree when you when you hear what I have to say so Credence is written by Penelope Douglas. I'm not saying it's not a great book. It is. I gave it like four stars on Goodreads. Um, it didn't deserve five because it was cringy. But it's a really good it's a really good book. So let me read you the blurb, okay? And then you can make this decision for yourself on if you think you should read it. Now you're gonna get halfway through the book and you're gonna be like, mm, yeah, it's a little cringy. Um, it's a little uh <laughs> I mean, it is. It's just kind of gringy, and um, I just want to make that known. So, the blurb says, Three of them, one of her, and a remote cabin in the woods. Ooh, suspense. Let the hot winter nights ensue. Tiernan de Haas doesn't care about anything anymore. The only child of a film producer and his starlet wife. She's grown up with wealth and privilege, but not love or guidance. Shipped off to boarding schools from an early age, it was still impossible to escape the loneliness and carve out a life of her own. The shadow of her parents' fame followed her everywhere, and when they suddenly pass away, she knows she should be devastated. But has anything really changed? She's always been alone, hasn't she? Jake Vanderberg, her father's stepbrother and her only living relative, assumes guardianship of Tyrion, who is still two months away from being 18. Sent to live with him and his two sons, Noah and Caleb, in the mountains of Colorado, 
Tiernan soon learns that these men now have a say in what she chooses to care and not care about anymore. As the three of them take her under their wing, teach her to work, and survive in the remote woods far away from the rest of the world, she slowly finds her place among them and is a part of them. She also realizes that lines blur and rules become easy to break when no one else is watching. One of them has her, the other wants her, but he, he's going to keep her. It says that it is suitable for readers 18 plus, okay? And it is, okay? It is definitely, do not let, if you're, if you find this podcast and you're not 18 years old, do not read this book. Just don't do it. And if your kid is like, maybe I should read If your kid is like, comes to you and says, hey, you're a parent and your kid comes to you and says, hey, mom, can I read uh, this book? You say no. Okay, just say no. And if you don't say no, maybe you should read it first. And then you'll say no. It's really, it's really, I mean, it's a, it's, it's something. So, that's all I'm going to say. It's a really good book, but it's a little cringy and, yeah. So, it was part of my dark romance phase, which I'm still in, by the way, obviously. But, alas, I digress. Um... The next book that I read that I really loved, which took me forever to get into, by the way. I mean, when I say it took me forever, I mean, I think I started this book four times before I actually read it all the way through. Uh, It was Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. Honestly, um, it's a great book. She gets mistaken for her sister, her twin sister in this town. She falls in love with a guy, you know, just the huge. And you know, she kind of starts taking care of her niece. And, but it's a really good book. I, it just took me a while to get into it. I haven't read the second one yet because I just don't know if I want to read it. So, fast forward. Back to dark romance. I mean, Things We Never Got Over was kind of a pause. I mean, it was still, you know, spicy, but not really great. Uh, so, I then moved on to several dark romance books. One of them being the King of Sin series by Anna Huang. Okay. If you haven't read the King of Sin series, what are you doing? Okay. Now that book, the first book is great. Okay. The first book is called King of Wrath. Um, I loved it. It was, um, you know, it's just a really great book. It's kind of like an arranged marriage. So if you have an arranged marriage trope, then that is something I think you would enjoy the uh, King of Wrath and the rest of the series is really good too uh, I also got into hockey romance uh, which we're going to discuss because there's one book in particular that I want to discuss even though I wouldn't consider it some of my fav- one of my favorites uh, but we're still going to discuss it because whew, wow um, another one of my favorite books that I've read this year was Fourth Wing okay and really, do I have to say more? If you've read Fourth Wing, you understand. It's a great book, okay? And I'm not one for dragons, okay? I did not like Game of Thrones, okay? I was one of those people that didn't like Game of Thrones. I was kind of like an odd man out because everybody else was watching Game of Thrones and everybody else was loving Game of Thrones, and I just didn't. I just had, I just didn't have a good time. I just didn't love it. Uh, so... Fourth Wing is a is like super popular right now on TikTok, which is kind of how I came across it. But I'm so glad that I did, and you know, there's another one coming out soon. Um, but it follows this girl named Violet, 
and she goes to a war college for dragon riders, which is cool in itself. Um, but she was supposed to enter this one quadrant, but she didn't. She became a rider, okay? And it, a ride, riding dragons is not for the weak, as she soon learns. Uh, and her mom is like a general of the college or whatever, and uh, both of her siblings were riders, and so it's kind of in her nature. She, or It's not in her nature. She didn't want to be a rider, but her mom made her because her mom sucks. Um, but... It was a great book. I think you should definitely read it. It, like I said, is really popular right now, but it's worth the popularity. It's worth the hype. I believe that in my soul. Uh, I'm really excited for the second book to come out. They just released the cover and the blurb for it uh, yesterday, and it's so good. It's going to be called Iron Flame, so definitely look at it, and you should definitely read Fourth Wing. I think that you wouldn't regret that. Um, I gave it five stars on Goodreads, and I plan to read it again. So, um... A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, the entire series, A+, plus, 100%. Need I say more? If you haven't read A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, read it. Okay, just read it. It uh, follows this little teenage girl, and she solves a murder, man. And that's just fun. And then she starts a podcast. So, if you like Crime Junkie, you should definitely read A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. It's like you took Crime Junkie, but did pre-Crime Junkie and made it Teenagers. That's what it is. And it's so great. It's such a good book. I just read, I just finished the second one not long ago. Uh, I haven't read the third one yet, but I plan to get into that soon. Um, but that is definitely on my list of favorite books. And then, um, there's another book I want to discuss. Uh back to dark romance it's not dark romance it's just romance it is what you would consider smut okay um it is uh called pucking around by emily rath okay and i really hope this makes it back to her because i love her okay i love her and i love her tiktoks and if you haven't read pucking around i really I'm just not going to lie to you. I'm just going to be completely honest, 100%. That is what this whole podcast is going to be about, complete honesty, and I'm never going to steer you wrong. I mean, you may read some of the books I think are great, and then you're going to be like, well, she steered me wrong, okay? But on this one, I'm not, okay? So, I started pucking around because I saw it on TikTok, and it was extremely popular. I got really into sports romance hockey romance, all that good jazz. And I was like, I'm going to give Pucking Around a shot because I've seen so many people talk about it. And I did. I gave it a shot. And I'm just not going to lie to you. I, I DNF'd it at 75%. I read 75% of the book and then I DNF'd it because it was making me so uncomfortable that I had to. I had to stop. Okay, I was laying in bed reading this book one night, and my boyfriend was laying next to me, and I was embarrassed. He wasn't even reading it. He didn't even know what I was seeing with my eyes, but I was embarrassed, okay? So, I DNF'd it for like a week or two, and then I picked it back up because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to finish it. I refuse to DNF a book because I think that it's unfair, and... Even if I hate it, I will read the whole thing, okay? The whole thing. And I'm not going to apologize for that. That's just how it is, you know? That's just how it is. So, 
anyway, I DNF'd it. Uh, eventually I was able to get past it, but some of the sex was too much. I'm not even going to say some. Like, 95% of the sex was too much. It was too much. Um, Emily, if this, Emily Rath, if this makes it back to you, I'm not hating on you, girlfriend. I'm not hating on you, because go you for writing it, okay? It's a great book, but sometimes it was too much, and it made me extremely uncomfortable in some, in, in some instances. Um... I actually made my boyfriend read one of the chapters, and uh, and he was like, he was blushing, guys. He was blushing, and he was like, this is making me uncomfortable, and I was like, yeah, well, you see. You see what happened. Um, so, now you know. Uh, do with that what you will. I also read the sequel, which is more like a novella, I think, but I still read it. It was great. Um, the sequel was actually better than to me than the book. Um, but I read it, and so, yeah. So, I also want to discuss the Chestnut Springs series. I haven't read any of the other books. We're just going to discuss the first one right now. Flawless by Elsie Silver. It is like a bull rider, spicy romance, and it's great. It's a great book. I loved it. I have no complaints. I gave it five stars. Uh, I've gotten really into this whole romance thing and I was never you know I do throw some other stuff in some some I throw some other genres in just to kind of mix it up but romance is where it's at these days okay and some of these romances are cringy and some of them are not it just depends on who you are and how you feel so there's that um okay and then the last couple of books I've read recently have been arcs um, ARCs are advanced reader copies of, uh, books that are being released. So, I have read three ARCs in the last month, and I'm reading another one right now. So, Behind the Net by Stephanie Archer. It's a hockey romance. Really, it's a great hockey romance, though. Like, it's one of my favorites. Um, you should definitely read it. It just came out. You can find it on Kindle Unlimited and Amazon. Um, it's a great book. And I loved it. I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to read that and that I was given the arc. And I'm just really, you know, I'm really glad for it. Um, another arc that I read was Stoneview Stories by Lola King. Okay, so let's discuss Stoneview Stories by Lola King. This book took me forever to read, and here's why. I gave it five stars on Goodreads, so I'll start with that. But Stoneview Stories is one book. But it's, it's a series. Of, so there's three books, but it's all in one. So that's why it took me so long to read it. I think it took me like two weeks, okay? Because it was so much. But it was so great. And it was really spicy too, okay? It had a lot of mafia stuff going on. There was a lot of death. Um, there was some, it was heartbreaking in some ways. But it was a great book, and I read that as an arc, and I'm so grateful for that. Shout out Lola King and Valentine PR for giving me that opportunity to read it. Um, it was great. So, the last book I want to discuss was also an arc, and it's on my list of favorites. Um, it was The Antihero by Sarah Kate. This book just came out last week, and it's about a preacher's son. So, you can't see me, but I'm smiling. It was about a preacher's son. And the preacher's son turns bad once he discovers that the preacher owns a sex club, okay? Preacher's not a good guy. We learned that. But 
I was given the opportunity to read this book also, and let me just say, it was great. Sarah Kate is the author of Salacious Players Club. You heard me mention that just a minute ago. Um, and, you know, I'm just truly convinced that nothing she writes is bad. That's, uh, that's how I feel, and the anti-hero is no different. I may have received it as an arc, but I'm 95% certain that even if I hadn't, I still would have read it. Um, because it was just great. It was a great book, and I'm just really glad that I got to read it. So, I want us to shout out Sarah Kay and the author agency for that, because thank you for giving me the opportunity to read it. It was great. I loved it. Uh, it took me one day. I read it in one day. It was that good. So, you should definitely read that. I'm pretty sure that it's also on Kindle Unlimited. I could be wrong about that. A lot of these books are on Kindle Unlimited that I've mentioned. Kindle Unlimited is like $10 a month. This is not sponsored, by the way. I'm just talking. It's like $10 a month. It's worth it, okay? Because you get access to tons of free books. Okay? So, even though you're paying $10 a month, the amount of free books that you can read by paying that $10 is worth it. Um... Or if you're like me and you come across a series that is on Kindle Unlimited and you're like, I really love this, but I need a physical copy. Because that's how I am. If I'm going to read a series, I'm going to have to have a physical copy of the book. Um, that's just how I am. And if you're like me, then that's okay. But some books you're going to find on Kindle Unlimited. Uh, Haunting and Hunting Adeline, for example, they're on Kindle Unlimited. So you really should just check into that. Um, but yeah, those are some of my favorite books. Like I said, most of them I read on Kindle Unlimited. Some of them I did pay for, um, and some of them I received as ARCs. Um, but those are my faves, and they are some of the best books that I've read. I have a reading goal of 45 books this year, and I think I'm at 38 right now. So there's still plenty of time for my favorite books to be added okay my list can definitely go up so um so yeah uh those are my favorite books I think you should read them I'm not saying that you'll love them I hope that you will um and if you do I want you to tell me about it okay I just want you to tell me about it but before I tell you where you can find me so that you can tell me about it I want to pause okay I want to bring up my mom's book club because I know they're going to listen to this, okay? Mom, book club, love you guys. My mom, I have asked her for months, okay, months. When it's her turn to pick a book again, please just pick A Court of Thorns and Roses. And she won't do it, okay? Although one of her friends did tell me that maybe I should join book club. And maybe I should. I wonder if that would be okay with my mom. Hey, Mom, is it okay if I join book club? You can just text me and let me know. Um, anyway, I've been asking my mom to pick Akatar as her book for the month for forever. And she refuses to do it. And I don't know why. I think it's because I told her it was about fairies. And she was like, yeah, I know. So, I'm just saying. I'm just letting y'all know. If you let me in book club, we read Akatar when it's my turn. Okay. I'll read every book you guys want to read. As long as you read Akatar. Okay? So, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, shout out Mom's Book Club. Hopefully they'll let me join. Maybe they will. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. So, back to our discussion. 
if you read any of the books that I've talked about today and you haven't read them yet, you can find me on TikTok at Kate's Reads underscore, on Instagram at Kate's Books One. I have a blog, Caitlin's Reads, on WordPress. And we also have an email. It's at surreespillspod at gmail.com. Um, and you can also find me in the book club's app. And uh, our the link to the book club will be in my link tree, which is in my Instagram bio. I'm still rocking, trying to get a 1,000 followers on TikTok. I'm almost there, but not quite. And I can't add the link tree to my TikTok bio until I reach a 1,000 followers. So please do help me with that also. And then, um, so yeah, uh, please do join the book club. I can't wait for us to pick a book and read it and discuss it. And I can't wait to feature book club members' reviews on the podcast. And I can't wait to make new friends. And I'm just really, truly so excited about this, you know, this opportunity. And so uh, that's all I've got. But I do want to let you know what next week's topic is going to be. Um, this this episode was actually supposed to be uploaded last week, but I had some technical difficulties, so I didn't get it uploaded. But I'm here now. And slow and steady wins the race, you know? So, next week, we're going to discuss Akatar, the entire Akatar series. So, if you've read it, tune in. If you haven't read it, you could still tune in. I promise I will try my best not to give anything away. Um... I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to you know really sit down and think about everything that I'm gonna say without giving it away. But we'll discuss Akatar and we'll also discuss the Crescent City series. Um, both of those are Sarah J. Mass books, and uh, and then I'll have to do a separate episode for Throne of Glass because, like I said, I haven't read it yet, and it's an eight book series, and there's no way I can read it by next week. I just have other stuff I'm reading right now, and it's not a priority. So anyway. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review, um, anywhere you get your podcasts and share it with your friends, especially if you have friends that love to read, please invite them to listen and invite them to book club and, you know, just share it, share, share, share. That's the best you can do and exposure, that's the best way to get exposure, you know? And so if you really enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed listening to me rant and rave about random crap and my favorite books, um, even if I didn't give you a whole bunch of information, I gave you titles and, you know, stuff like that. And, but I also just don't want to give anything away. And some books I feel are best just mentioned without, you know, giving away anything, you know, because sometimes research is good. So if you, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends, leave a review, let me know what you thought, give me, um, you know, your comments and questions and, and topic ideas, book ideas that you will want me to discuss or you think I should read if I, um, haven't. And you can, like I said, find my link tree in my Instagram bio. If you go to my link tree, you will also find my Goodreads profile link. Um, please do, 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 uh, go to my link tree and follow me on Goodreads. Become my friend, uh, so we can discuss stuff, okay? Um, so yeah, that's all I've got. I can't wait for next week to discuss Akatar with you. And I'm so thankful for any of you who listen to this. And I'm even more thankful if you share it with your friends. And yeah, I'll see you next week.